Innes Forgettance is a folk fantasy podcast set in an alternate Appalachia and far away Celtic fort. You can help support me and this story by sharing it with your friends, posting on social media, or by clicking the link in the description to buy me a coffee. I'm glad you joined me this week, and stay safe out there in the woods. By late afternoon, Porter had furnished Henrietta with weeks' worth of fallen, dried timber, patched the daub of the hut the best he knew how, and set several deadfall traps designed to capture small game. Now he sat in silence against the exterior wall beside the storykeeper, carefully peeling the thorny exterior of thistle stalks to cook for dinner. With gloved hands, he picked the next stalk of thistle. Its dried blossom exploded on contact with his hand, a mass of purple and beige fuzz. Try again, Henrietta said patiently, sitting cross-legged beside him. Get yourself a new one. See, that's why I gather more than enough, just for this reason. So, uh, I can afford to let you botch maybe two more. She eyed him, and one side of her mouth ticked up. So get it together. She sounded half serious, so Porter didn't laugh. He took the next length of plant and carefully began peeling away the thorny green exterior revealing the edible, sappy inner stalk. There you go, she said, holding her own dethorned thistle. Now, just chop it into pieces to eat, like you would asparagus. How'd you learn to survive out here? Porter asked. Memory, she winked. I've not had another soul to speak to all these years. I learned from the memories, from when the Coyahota, the natives, taught our people when we first arrived. Dolly's ancestors, Porter thought. Where did they go? he asked. Far away from the haints afflicting us, she said, dropping her chopped thistles into a woven basket with finality. Porter scratched his head. Is it true that their spirit healer trapped the never-seen-in-soul form for us? Henrietta halted. She spoke while she held her paring knife in her teeth. Memory would suggest so. What do you mean? He pressed. I mean, even I've got limits, and the memory I've got... Gives me no more. 
porter wrinkled his brow. Where do they come from? He asked. I mean, each night, where do they come from? Well, I call it the sleeping place. That tells me nothing, Porter said. Henrietta chuckled. You're getting blunt and gutsy, aren't you? Porter sighed, just impatient with having no answers. Careless in his frustration, he grabbed another thistle and it grazed his exposed forearm. He cursed, then flushed as Henrietta bit back a smile. I don't know, I feel like maybe all this confusion only makes the never-seen more powerful. And if we could just speak frankly and hash out the truth, we'd stop stumbling in the dark and could finally be rid of the damn things. Sorry. Oh, trust me, I know. I've had 40 years to hash it out, and there are still some things I can't make heads or tails of. Porter leaned forward. Like what? She held up a hand. Now you're about to blow me over with all these questions. One at a time. The sleeping place. The Doe River in Inniscombe begins up here in the West Mountain. She pointed ahead and to the right, where the forest began. Follow it down, and the land flattens a bit, makes a pool. No, I've never walked right up to it at night to prove myself correct, but I've been close enough to know they come from there. Every night, same place. Porter seethed a sigh. Does it have something to do with the water? Perhaps. Water can be a doorway, a spirit portal, if you will. Porter stared west into the forest, the sun's descent scattering the sky in ribbons of orange, magenta, purple, and gold. Slowly, his eyes traveled over to meet Henrietta's. Um, so... Last night, when you found me in the woods, Porter said, the never-seen had already, um... A sudden trembling came in his chest and arms at the memory. They had already assaulted me, and I could feel them trying to, uh, rip me apart. My soul, I mean, or spirit. Henrietta's eyelids rounded... Her blue gaze flared in a mixture of sadness and anger. Porter continued, but they stopped all of a sudden, and not because of your lantern. They stopped just a moment before you got to me. Something inside me was impassable, I think. He waited watching thoughts fire in Henrietta's eyes. Well, I can't explain that, she said, and I've studied every memory given to me. No one has ever been unlocked since birth, and I don't know of a single time when a never-seen assaulted someone and was prohibited to enter them. Porter straightened, Remembering, 
you said there are still things that you can't make heads or tails of, but you're the story keeper. If anyone should have all the answers, it's you. Well, I'm not all-knowing, son. Memories were given to me at my unlocking. A snowball's effect of what story keeper after story keeper after story keeper carried. She shrugged and shook her head. There's nothing in my memory that explains why you were born unlocked. None, Porter said. None of the memories got any inkling for why these spirits want us. I'm telling you, son, I've run through every minute of what I was given a hundred times, searching for the answer. There had to be one, hadn't there? That's the storykeeper's purpose, to preserve the memory of our people, so we dunna repeat the memories of the past. And, Porter pressed, it was subtle at first, and if I hadn't been alone all these years with ample time on my hands, I might have missed them just like the story keepers who came before me did. But there are black spots. Porter leaned forward. Black spots? Henrietta's eyes traveled between Porter and the forest and back again. Missing memories, son. Withheld memories. Stolen memories. Memories that are fuzzier than others, and the people in them won't speak aloud, when usually I can hear them. But for the life of me, I cannot figure out... Porter straightened. Why would a story keeper lie? Frustrated, Porter jumped to his feet. The sun had sunk lower without them realizing its pumpkin-colored corona nearly overtaken by deepest purple and blue. He extended his hand, helping Henrietta to her feet. He picked up the basket of thistles, and they turned to walk inside in silence. Mama had cooked the rest of their meal and set it on rock slabs, ready for them to eat. The fire pulsed low, Mama was already asleep. The sight put a pit in Porter's stomach. He turned to face Henrietta behind him. Her face was marbleized by shadows and the flicker of the fire, her gaze distracted and deeply burdened. Yes, Porter, she all but whispered, Why the hell would a story keeper lie. The Innes Forgettance was written, narrated, and produced by me, Leah Noel, with special appearance by David Walker. The original song, Beware the Never Seen, was written, composed, and performed by Georgia musicians Miles Landrum and Lorelei. You can find links to more of their excellent music in the show notes.
Sound effects came from the kind folks at freesound.org. You can follow this podcast with behind the scenes and more on Instagram and TikTok at Leah with a pen. Ooh, ooh.